two weeks ago's parsha, Parshas Toldos, we spent a lot of time discussing the unique Medah of Yaakov Avinu, as it is described in the Torah, Ishtam Yosheva Holen. He was a man of innocence, or wholesomeness, or honesty, a man who dwelled in tents. So this Midah of Tamimus, which is marked again by this honesty, by this being unblemished, by being a complete being who has no wrongdoing, no, no, no lacking. And there are obvious challenges that we also discussed in terms of reconciling Yaakov's honesty with the apparently complicated stories he was involved in. But what I want to focus on right now is the true Mila of Tamimus and how exactly we should possibly go about emulating it, and if we could possibly emulate it. Because again, if Tamimus is marked by this, again, this innocence, maybe even a naivety, this, this purity, yes, it sounds like a wonderful thing, but on the flip side, can you survive in the world with Tamimus? And is that something that even realistically we can take with us all the way to the grave? And at first glance, it seems like you really can't. Indeed, although we would intuitively say that Tamimus is a beautiful thing, but in order to succeed in the world, you have to know what's out there. Sometimes, naturally, we will lose our innocence, and it's often appropriate to lose our innocence, because if you don't know what's out there, how are you ever going to survive in that challenging and complicated world? And the other problem is that it's so easy to lose your tamimus if you're not completely, completely sheltered. And how many people in the world are truly, completely, completely sheltered? So if you're not sheltered and then you do see something that maybe you shouldn't see, an image that you're not supposed to see, or you have a life experience that maybe ideally should not have had, so then what do you do? Is there a possibility that you can win back your innocence? Can you unsee what you saw? Can you undo what you did? So how do we go about moving forward once you've lost Timimus? Is that something that you can even regain? Is it even possible to do that? So I think the answer actually can be found in this week's Parsha, Parsha's Vayishlach. The Chumash tells us after Yaakov Avinu's encounter with Esav, Vayavo Yaakov Shalem, your Shechem, that Yaakov came Shalem to the city of Shechem. So what is Shalem? So Shalem here means complete. That's what the word shalem means. And Rashi says, shalem begufo, shalem b'mamono, shalem b'toraso, that Yaakov was in one piece in terms of his body. He made it out safely. He, his finances were spared. And his Torah was intact. Says Rashi further, shaloshachach talmudo beves lavan, that Yaakov did not forget his Torah in the house of Lavan. Right, so in all these areas, Yaakov remains complete. And it's interesting because that word shalem, at least its English connotations, sound very similar to tam or tamim. That also means complete. But of course, shalem is not completely synonymous with tam. So what exactly is the difference and how are we supposed to understand this apparent progression and possible development from tamimus to this other midah that sounds similar, shalem, or shlemos. And I think the idea, if you look in, in two Rashis later, you find an explanation that I think can be helpful. The Pasuk continues, 
that again, Vayavo Yaakov Shalem Yerushchem Asher Be'eretz Kenan Bevo Mipadan Aram. So Yaakov is in Eretz Kenan, and then as he's coming back from Padan Aram, right last week's parsha. So says Rashi, Ke'adam ha'omer lechaver, like a person who says to his friend, Yatsaploni mibein shine arayos uba shalim, like a person who came, like so and so, who came from between the teeth of the lions, and he made it out in one piece, shalim, unscathed, unharmed. Afkan, even here, vayavo shalem ipadan aram, mi lavan umi esav, from lavan and from esav, shenizdavgu lobaderach, who attacked him on the way. So what's being said here? That Yaakov remained intact despite his apparent encounters, his exposures to both lavan and to esav. Now, I think that's very, very telling. You see, because Yaakov started off with Tamimus, which we intuitively said, and I don't think is incorrect, is a very beautiful and pure thing. If anyone could take Tamimus to the grave, we would recommend it, if it's at all possible. The challenge is that in the real world, it's very hard to do that. We see things, we learn things, and sometimes these are things that we're supposed to learn so that we know what's out there, so that we can succeed in all of the normal life experiences that Hashem wants us to have, like getting a job and building a family, somehow earning parnasa, and just knowing how to be safe in a very complicated world where there are challenges out there, where there's a Yitzhahara out there, where there are enemies out there. You have to know how to survive. And indeed, this seems to be what Rivka Yemenu wanted to make sure Yaakov had before he left the house, which is why she dressed him in the garb of Esav, as it were, and, and literally as well. But how do you do that? How do you go out into the world but also remain intact? And that is where we need to learn how to graduate from Tamimus to Shlemus. We would love to keep ourselves completely sheltered, but obviously that's not the most realistic thing. And when we go out into the world, the question is, are we going to learn what's out there, but also learn how to cope with it in the way that Hashem wants us to? And let's say we saw an image that we weren't supposed to see, or we engaged in an action that we should not have engaged in. But the question is, what do you do from there? Not to say that Yaakov Vinu committed any particular Avera, but let's say we had experiences where we lost our innocence. So the question is, what's next? Now that we've lost our innocence, or let's say we're a person who maybe even tasted the Avera or tasted the experience from the dark side that we, you know, in, in our innocence, we would not want to have done that. But now that we've lost our innocence, so the question again is, what's next? And the answer is, if you make that experience something that you can grow from, if you make it something that you can develop from, that if you can build on it, then it can be a tool and a stepping stone in your journey of character refinement. And you go from being Tom to being Shalem. You go from someone who is, yes, unblemished and innocent, but also unrefined, to someone who has experienced life and its challenges, and yet remains with his yashras, his straightforwardness, and his sense of obligation, his sense of yearning to engage in everything that's Ratzon Hashem. Yes, Yaakov Avinu had to learn the craft. He had to learn to adopt cleverness and cunning when dealing with people like Lavan. 
but not to do so in an illegal way, but to do so in a way that's in line with Ratzon Hashem, but also to be able to combat the evils that are out there. You have to know the craft of the Eitzar Hara. But once you do, and you apply it, and you grow from it, and you build on it, you can not only remain pure and complete in one piece, but you become a person of shlemus. You become, you become the fullest and best version of yourself. And I think that's what we have to aspire to. Can you possibly win back your innocence? I don't know if that's really possible. But can you build yourself into a person of shlemus? I think that's a goal that we can all attain. And we should be zochah, in fact, to attain that goal.